Hey, it's Wes Bleed, and before we start the podcast, I wanted to make sure you were aware that the 2020 WQA Convention and Exposition in Orlando has been canceled. This decision was not an easy one. It followed much deliberation in the wake of the 2019 novel coronavirus, or COVID-19, and WQA is now working on reimbursement procedures and uh, all other uh, details uh, involving uh, possible alternatives and what that might look like are being worked out and being uh, discussed at WQA. And you will get additional information at wqa.org convention. And I should also point out that attendees who already booked uh, hotel rooms and uh, already made travel arrangements will need to cancel their own hotel and travel arrangements directly. So again, the WQA convention is canceled. Further information will be coming in the weeks ahead at wqa.org convention on this podcast, videos, as well as emails and our WQA update. And now, on to the podcast. This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. And the WEP, the Water Equipment and Policy Center, is located in Milwaukee. It's a partnership with two universities, University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee and Marquette University, partially funded by National Science Foundation and also um, partially funded, funded by uh, local industries. That's Dr. Marcia Silva. Associate Scientist and Director of the Water Technology Accelerator, which partners with the Water Equipment and Policy Center, or WEP, in Milwaukee. And welcome to WQA Radio, news and insights about the water treatment industry. You can find us at wqa.org, on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. This is episode number 159. If you're a first-time listener, glad you're here. And if you've been listening for a while, do us a favor and leave a rating and review. And please share a link with a colleague or friend. Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss a show. That is the magic of podcasting. In this episode, Dr. Silva explains how the WEP takes on new research projects, the timeline for those projects, and how WQA as a member of the WEP has a voice in which projects get funded. Later, I'll have our WQA tip. Now on to my conversation with Dr. Marcia Silva on WQA Radio. Well, Dr. Silva, thank you very much for joining us on WQA Radio. Nice to have you on the podcast. And We look forward to talking with you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me today. Appreciate it. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself and your current position, if you would, please. Sure. So um, I'm um, an associate scientist with the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. I'm also the director of the Water Technology Accelerator. Um, it is part of a University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee located at the Global Water Center in Milwaukee. Wow, that sounds kind of interesting. The Water Technology Accelerator. Tell us about that. 
So that is a um, center that was launched by University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee in 2013, in September of 2013, with the intent of um, having a place for researchers to interact with um, industries and um, startups, a place where they would feel welcome and where they could share um, their research questions and where um, projects could be explored and the collaboration established. And in addition to that, we have what we call um, shared laboratories in that center. And they are laboratories that uh, our university partners, our industry partners or startups can have access to them uh, uh, through um, different partnership. And then explain for us the WEP, the WEP. What is that and, and is that a connection to the accelerator? So the WEP is one of the IUCRC centers in the country and um, IUCRC stands for Industry University Cooperative Research Center. There are over 70 of them in the country and the WEP, the Water Equipment and Policy Center is located in Milwaukee. It's a partnership with two universities, University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee and Marquette University, partially funded by National Science Foundation and also um, partially fund funded by uh, local industries. WEP fund um, research by um, faculty members from UWM and Marquette University, but also uh, Water Technology Accelerator and WEP, the Water Equipment and Policy Center, they partner in uh, different ways. And also uh, my, my research as a, a scientist is uh, also uh, funded by the center. It's one of the, the, the venues of funding of uh, my research. A lot of acronyms there to talk about and keep straight. So I yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate your saying what the uh, what the letters stand for. Okay, so tell us about now WQA, another acronym there, Water Quality Association, is involved with the WEP, correct? How how are we involved? So WQA is one of the members of the center. So we have an opportunity to get involved in the discussions. That is totally accurate, and. Um, Actually, by being a member, they, uh, along with the other members, they can choose which um, uh, projects are going to be funded. Once a, uh, once a year, they, the members, um, they have a meeting where they have already received the, 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 the research projects and they make a decision in a closed door meeting about which projects they wanted to be funded in the following year. Yeah, so that's very important for WQA to have a a voice in that process. That is that is correct. Now, can you highlight some of the research being conducted at the WEP Center that our members might like to know about? Well, absolutely. Um, so, as the the WEP is a Water Equipment and Policy Center, so WEP is focused on looking for technologies that will solve um, issues that uh, members are interested but not only technology, but also um, research that has, has the potential to um, support policy. So one type of, uh, some of the technologies being developed at the center consists of um, sensors, uh, a variety of uh, different sensors. So 
um, electronic, electrochemical, optical sensors, and also uh, filtration materials for removal of pollutants from water, um, membranes, um, and some of the, the research that uh, provide uh, um, the fundamental for potential policy. Is any of this research going to be uh, wrapped up anytime soon? Or We adopt um, the what is called the TRL, Technology Readiness Level, that was um, developed by NASA and adapted by WEP. So this is uh, in a very simple way. Uh, this is a scale from one to nine, where one would be uh, when we develop technologies, uh, we are just conceiving ideas, and then nine, that's when we are um, handing this technology to the, to the market. So um, the technologies, they are at different levels. So the one that, um, um, uh, for example, my, my technologies developed in my lab where uh, filtration materials for removal of persistent organic pollutants from water or um, filtration material for removal of heavy metals from water. So th these two technologies, they are at the stage um, uh, TRL three to four. There are other technologies that are at the higher level, um, uh, uh, wood shunk sensors, electrochemical sensors for detection of um, uh, phosphate in, in, in water. So th that one is at a, a TRL four to five, uh, similarly, um, Jean sensors for detection of uh, heavy, uh, heavy metals in water, uh, more specifically, the one he's working on right now is lead. So that's also at the TRL 4 to 5. So uh, one of the technologies I have in my lab, uh, at this time, it, it, this technology was not funded by WEP, but I wanted to give an example. Um, this technology was in TRL 1 in 2013. Um, reached CRL 4 in 2015. That's when my lab was able to secure fund um, from um, um, Kaiser and Associates under a large umbrella from uh, Great Lakes Protection Fund. And uh, from that point on, we were able to take this technology to TRL 7 in 2019. And that's when the technology was actually um, patent. The patent was finalized and the technology was licensed to um, a company. So it this is just an example where um, it took um, from 2013 to 2019 to take a technology from TRL level one to seven. Yeah, that sounds uh, very interesting and good to know that there's a process involved and obviously some patience is required. You know, uh, as, as I hear you talk about these things, um, it, it strikes me that WQA members might like to know a little bit more or get involved even. Is there an opportunity beyond the, the WQA formal relationship for members to keep tabs on what's going on? Or uh, uh, The best way would be for members to contact the executive director of the Water Equipment and Policy. His name is uh, Dave Marsh, and um, his um, email is uh, marshd at uwm.edu. So that way they can uh, look for opportunities of uh, how to become members or um, have details of what has been 
um, developed and um, and therefore make decisions if they wanted to have access to these technologies. All right, doctor, thank you so much for joining us on WQA Radio. Absolutely, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, a podcast of the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on most popular podcast apps. Learn more about water at WQA.org and, of course, learn about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at WQA.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio. WQA Radio.